respect and they get the respect back. And I think that's how it's supposed to work. And then you got someone like Anna coming on fresh on the scene, <laughs> eclipsing me in follower count. Well, I mean, in a matter of hours, a matter of mere hours. Well, she had the benefit of like, you know, me like being like, hey, my girlfriend joined Twitter. So. What about us? <laughs> yeah, when when Alex started his Twitter, you didn't have the benefit of Aaron. Being yeah, you didn't like, know me in 2011. I did. Alex is something of a partner to Aaron. Ah, yes. Business a business partner. A business partner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, it is true. You know, you would you could say that the three of us are in a business partnership. It's a co-op. Something, something of a partnership it's that a, we have. It's yeah. a co-op is what it is. And it's a podcast co-op. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pull up, pull up, pull up, poop. <laughs> poop. <laughs> poop. <laughs> poop. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. You're hello, right. everybody. Right. Hello, everybody. Uh, so this is a weekly update on what's today's date? The thirteenth. It's the sixteenth. It's the sixteenth. Shit, we're, man. we're the day. Three right days off. Yeah. Three days off. Uh, this episode. Ooh, if you didn't do your taxes, you're too late. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't done your taxes, <laughs> So this is gonna be a. Uh, it's a free episode for you guys if you haven't listened before uh, or if you have, but you haven't listened to the weekly updates because you're not a patron. Uh, what are you doing? Become a patron. Become a and, patron. And uh, just going to introduce my uh, two co-hosts. I'm Aaron. By the way, you should already know that. And I'm here with my comrades, Pete and Alex. Bonjour. Uh, hello. Hello. Damn. You took the only one I knew. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I'm Ola. Like, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Ola. Ola was right there. Ola. Uh, and uh, today we were supposed to have an interview with... Um, My friend's name is Shane Sullivan. We were supposed to do a little interview with him about um, covering Columbia for the last, I think, 8 to 12 months now. He's been yeah. uh, covering for Insight.com, I believe, is the is the website, but... He uh, will be on soon in the next like two or three days. We're gonna get him on to record, so look out for that in the next update. But yeah, instead, instead, uh, I think that uh, we're just gonna. I guess yeah, we're just gonna spend a little time. Mm-hmm. Just none of us here are experts, by the way, but we're gonna spend some time just kind of talking about uh, what's been going on, man. What's on yeah. everyone's minds? Just as a housekeeping note, uh, we got new mics coming in. That's gonna be a perceptible difference. Um, we're really looking forward to that. Um, we are also a little off schedule right now. We will be resolving that. Um, we are trying to get some substantive interviews about what's going on in Colombia, like you were talking about. Uh, we're also trying to set up some interviews about uh, what's going on in uh, Palestine, if we can. That's been its own process. Everyone's um, everyone that we would want to talk to is. Uh, under a lot of duress right now. And Understandably so, we're, we're, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So we're trying to uh, make sure that we're approaching the topics sensitively. We're approaching guests uh, sensitively. So, um, yeah, yeah stay tuned for that. And then, Pete, do you want to mention uh, our uh, tier change? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, we, we, we're going to start approaching our Patreon tiers a little bit differently. Uh, we've previously had it at a uh, five and ten dollar tier. Um, we are going to be moving into a three dollar tier for everybody. We want to make sure that people don't have a barrier to entry. We do obviously need to um, fund some of the um, efforts that we're going to be trying to do with uh, with video, um, with some live audio stuff that we'll be able to do with the new mic setup. Like um, on the ground reporting, for mm-hmm. example, like a. Uh, Especially with summer coming up, we're assuming that uh, if last summer was any indication, yeah. uh, 
doesn't really seem like things are slowing down. So uh, we're going to try to do some on the ground reporting um, in Atlanta, where we're uh, located and try to make sure, as Pete said, as many people as possible are able to listen to it. So uh, if you've been a patron for a while now, thank you. Five dollar patron or ten dollar patron. Thank you. But uh, now you can spend that extra, you know, seven bucks or, uh, you know, I guess what two bucks I guess. three three because yeah. three yeah you can spend if you were a five dollar patron a ten dollar patron you can spend that now on some yeah meat or coffee or if you want to dm pete on twitter he'll send you that episode that we had to scrap because you can't hear anything yeah uh it got real fucked up don't know what happened there yeah. but like we're, we're all figuring it out and the the most important thing is uh getting getting the content out making sure that everybody has it available um yeah, yeah. and uh I'm gonna go blow my nose real quick. So if you want, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we'll start the show. And then we'll start the show. I mean, obviously, this has been on everyone's minds for you know the past two weeks. Uh, so I guess it started. Uh, with the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood where Palestinians are uh, being evicted by not just, you know, the IDF and, you know, the Israeli government, but actual uh, Zionist racist mobs mm. um, that have been, you know, pulling people out of their homes, you know, assaulting people. And, um, you know, there was also the uh, the Al-Asqa Mosque. Yeah, right? the Al-Asqa. Yeah. Yeah, which, uh, you know, the IDF soldiers um, through tear gas and, you know, uh, were pretty much just standing outside of it, you know, stationed outside of it, you know, uh, because there were protests going on. So, you know, there have been a flurry of developments since then. I mean, obviously bombing like a 12 story residential building that Israel did. There was also uh, the building housing uh, news outlets like Al Jazeera and the Associated Press, um, as well as uh, residential apartments. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, well, it's let's, yeah. uh, let's cover it one by one. Well, I think where to start with, mm-hmm. and I mean, again, you know, we're speaking of the choir here, but, uh, you know, we're hoping that these weekly updates, especially can just kind of be like, uh, people talking about things that uh, you're thinking about as well, mm-hmm. you know? And I think one thing to start before, again, we're none of us experts before even details, just to kind of talk about the, uh, the discourse and the framing, mm-hmm. you know, um, obviously there was Andrew Yang. You know, uh, running for uh, mayor of New York. For whatever reason. For whatever, yeah, you were saying that earlier. Like, why is he running? Uh, I I mean, sociopathy. I love that in his mind, it was like, well, if I can't be the president, I'll be in charge of the next biggest thing in America. Which is New York City. Which is exactly, yes. That is, that is. He's like, it's like his mind is like Richard Scarry's like busy town. He's like, (laughs) you know, I'm going to be in charge of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's kind of remixing the Hillary Clinton thing. Yeah, he's going the opposite way. Yeah, he's yeah. Benjamin Button. Yeah, <laughs> he's Benjamin Buttoning Hillary Clinton's pants. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess like uh, you know Andrew Yang, you know, obviously people were uh, railing him for this. You know, not just came out in support of Israel, but completely didn't mention the fact that this is not like a this is not about equivalency. You know, uh, people talk about Hamas firing rockets. I think Bernie. Also said something about violence on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. both sides in it where, you know, just so that we're clear, uh, you know, Israel is the aggressor here, you know, and, and they it, have the advantage in every single way. So it's not at all in any way like a retaliation on their end. Why do y'all, but I guess like, 
Exactly. Right. And I guess, you know, that's that's just kind of amazed me because I know the United States is obviously based on a settler colonial. It's a settler colonial state as well. But like really do think about it if like every American had to join the army, had to join the army by the age of 18. Imagine if every single person um, that you met on the street had a virulent hatred uh, for indigenous people, for immigrants. And I know that sounds already like what America is like, but the best way I heard it described is that in Israel, it's all hands on deck, right? Mm-hmm. So the entire culture is permeated with obscene uh, hatred, right, for Palestinians. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you guys have seen this, right? Uh, Abby Martin um, from her film, mm-hmm. uh, Gaza Fights for Freedom, she uh, posted a clip online for people to see, but just uh, Israeli Jews, you know, people who are passively, you know, like not actively engaged in like apartheid, right? Like you can say them being there, they are, but like, I mean, we're not talking about IDF soldiers, we're not talking about Israeli yeah. government officials. And the way that uh, these people are talking about the Palestinians, it needs to be done with them, yeah. uh, like flippantly talking about like carpet bombing and genocide, which well, is, you know. Well, let's be very clear about what's going on based on the events. Like, even if this is like your first introduction into what's going on, this is the first time you're like watching it live, say. And I, and I know that's the truth for a lot of people right now is like, this is the first time it's like truly coming across for them Mm -hmm. and they're kind of getting it is that this is a religious persecution like that's undeniable when when you put you know some of these the like not even idf but like religious mobs with a fervor when they are going and attacking people in their religious institutions on a religious high holiday or like leading up to a religious high holiday it's impossible to extract the uh, the persecution component. And obviously, you know, we're talking about the discourse, right? Mm-hmm. There is a question that arises of um, what can people say, uh, we're, you know, we're in the United States, uh, what can people in the U.S. say about it without being anti-Semitic? Exactly. And something that I've been thinking about is like, how do you do it and not be Islamophobic? Like, how can exactly. you support... Israel just kind Alex, of like what is, implicitly. What is Alex? You said something the other day where uh, we were talking to a friend and um, good guy, but doesn't know a lot about the issue. Um, you know, wants to seem like he's a uh, you know kind of moderate in his yeah, and with the good intentions of being moderate. And he said, um, "I'm not necessarily uh, anti-pro-Israel." And Alex and I were like, well, "No, whoa. you need to be anti-Israel." Well, what, what did you say? You said it's like it's like people that say that they're pro-life, right? That's right. It's like being pro-life is not being pro anything, but you're being anti-choice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're being pro-Israel at any level at this at this point is is saying that you're anti-Palestinian to some degree. Exactly. Yeah. At least. Exactly. And, you know, and that, that's not a pro anything. That's an anti something. Exactly. You know. Be clear in what you say if you ever had, catch yourself with the it's a complicated issue thought or it's a it's something that you would think that, you know, you do support them in any, in any way at all in this level is it, it, it's not supporting them. It's it's supporting the destruction of someone else. Exactly. And let's just be clear with you, man. Like, you know, like I think uh, Human Rights Watch, which uh, does not have a, uh, a very good record of no, uh, watching human rights. But, um, you know, even Human Rights Watch came out and said this has gone too far where they admitted uh, that, uh, you know, the Zionism and it's uh, just the in the beginnings was a settler colonial racist project. And you know, we're talking about, again, the discourse, right? And, you know, there's, on one hand, you know, Abby Martin, um, again, in this uh, great clip from her uh, documentary, 
you know, she goes to Israel, uh, speaks to Israeli Jews, and people are mortified. I think when most people saw that, they were mortified, right? That, you know, you have people just, again, casually talking about, like, just slaughtering people and dehumanizing them. But then in the United States, right, there is this, there's this equivalency, right? Mm -hmm. There's, like, this both-sidesism, right? Whether it's uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, whether it's uh, Rihanna, you know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) At first first not, but then later, the next day, both sides in it. It, which is which is why like Gal doing it, Gal Gal doing it. <laughs> which is why I thought you know the discourse thing is really interesting because outside of you know the details which are important, it's just like there's this there's this really deep seated racism and Islamophobia, you know that like even if you tell people that like this is not a like millennial long like religious conflict, right? This is like 1948 within people's yeah. lifetimes, right? Um, but in the United States, if you are not standing with Israel and their right to uh, self-defense and their right to exist, you're an anti-Semite, right? You're anti-Semitic. The, the, ties, <laughs> the ties to trying to uh, essentially like uh, repair, and I mean that in the sense of like reparations, like to repair the Holocaust is uh, looms heavily over the discussion of Israel and Palestine. And I feel like the history is essential, but it also is in this instance, I think, masking these serious human rights abuses that are being engaged in. And I think that people in the United States feel like they can't comment on it without somehow saying like, oh, there didn't need to be some kind of like restitution. for." And it's like, that's That's not what you're going at. You're not having Those that are two conversation. different conversations. Yeah. Exactly. Right. What but happened been, then is different than what's happening now. Yeah, they've yeah. they've been assembled into this one thing. And something I've been thinking about is like it's fascinating in a disturbing way that America is supposedly like a secular state, right? Yeah. But we have foreign policy that is so very like religiously yeah. balanced in a it's yeah. not balanced. Well the like, reason well the reason the whole reason why like it's incredibly Islamophobic. Like we mm-hmm. do live like in a low-key theocracy, you know. What I mean mm-hmm. like the fact that the really the only reason why like truly why we support Israel is because I mean there's some weird like uh metaphysical shit going on there where I do think well I mean metaphysical I guess I'm saying it's like outside like even like a uh, uh conscious thinking, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just something that's sort of like Okay, there's this country in the Middle East full of brown people, which also has oil and resources, mm-hmm. and we want to we want to gain a foothold in that region, right? To have yeah. power and influence, right? Also, this country just happens to be populated by like fair-skinned people, right? Mm-hmm. Who no, it's not like you know this like oh Israel has a right to exist because given the Holocaust, what's happened? It's Again, like the similarities, right? Well, you were you said you had found a speech of Joe Biden's from the oh, early yeah. 90s, bald Biden era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, we, fat Joe. The big, big puffy Joe. Big uh, puffy Joe. When, uh, yeah, he was saying that, like, <laughs> if there was not an Israel, that we would need to create one to protect our interests. And he's truly saying the quiet part, like, yeah. very loud. He yeah. says everything loud. He does say it. We're going to make a new country. <laughs> And like, I mean, that's that's why you can kind of rely on him to to say and to in his actions speak pretty loudly with what he intends for you to interpret from it. And if if we've seen anything in the past week now from uh, the White House, it's that they're very firmly siding with Israel. You hear- I mean, he didn't even he didn't even you know, we were talking about this earlier, Alex. 
the fact that uh, Biden uh, switched the uh, the uh, embassy, uh, not Trump, sorry, switched no, the embassy yeah. right to uh, Jerusalem, and uh, Biden has no plans to switch it back. No. Yeah, you know, and that seems like a major catalyst for like a lot of the events taking place now. I mean, you know, like you just said, he's saying the quiet part loud, and now he's saying the loud part very quietly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's saying not much of anything at all, which is a very obvious yeah. statement of support for yeah. what's going on. I mean, yeah. there's no plans to intervene. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know, I want to return to this point because really, like I said this in the last, the lost episode. <laughs> but, uh, the, <laughs> the last, lost, lost episode. last episode. Um, but, you know, it really is, it really is like a really cruel cosmic joke. I mean, joke, it's obviously, I don't, I don't mean to, uh, to belittle, you know, what's going on, but it really is a cruel cosmic joke that, the same impetus in the forces, right? You know, the base, like, malevolent, like, human, you know, uh, forces that led to the Holocaust, right? That even led to the creation of Israel, right? That it now has sort of possessed, right? Like, this this evil kind of spirit, right, has kind of possessed, like, the nation-state of Israel, which is the, the sentiment and the feelings, right, behind, like, what's happening in Palestine, right, is exactly what, like European Jews were fleeing from. Well, I mean, imperialism is the name of the game. Um, I mean, very obviously. And I I think that that's, again, a place where, where the discourse makes things more complicated almost than it needs to be. And essentially flattens it in a way, right? Mm -hmm. It does. But like it, it, there is a necessary, I think, flatness that needs to occur as we're looking at imperialism. Well, what, did Nazi Germany like Lebensraum, living room? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the the yeah. attempt to conquer other lands, mm-hmm. we can definitely more Germans. Yeah, we can definitely distinguish mm-hmm. ideologically, you know, uh, the Nazis and uh, the Israeli people, but like ultimately, with like as it regards foreign policy and the way that they're handling their empire, um, they're the same goals. It's a fascist apartheid state. Alex, where were you? You were saying this earlier, people uh, that go on birthright, right? Like, Yeah, well, I mean, Abby, uh, who my fiance, Abby, is Jewish, and anybody that's Jewish has a, you know, ch- chance to go to Israel for free. And you, you know, can you can have a, a free, I think, two-week trip to, of your, I think of a specific, like, you know, theme or, like, you know, you can go do, a, like, a particular kind of birthright trip. And so she was looking into some of those and... You know, some of them seem innocuous at first. Like there was one that was about like the cuisine of Israel and like the, you know, the local like food and like how to prepare dishes that were, you know, made in that part of the world and, you know, anything like that. And like, it seems like, you know, okay, that's, that's kind of just a general, like interesting thing to go do. And then at the end, they kind of, they sneak in like, and you'll be preparing a meal for the IDF. And it's like, oh, okay, got it. (laughs) Which is like, which is why like, you know, the whole like uh, Gal Gadot, you know, um, the most that she could do, but she won't do, is apologize for serving the IDF, right? Mm-hmm. But she won't do that. No. Right? no. Because she, to her, that's about defending her nation and her people, right? It, the the fact that you, you can't have a state based on settler colonialism that will not devolve into fascism. Like, it's just not possible, right? Because you need that continued reinforcement, right, of segregation, right? of dehumanization, right? Of complete, like, just eradication is essentially what it is. Like, yeah. you know, the only opposition, which isn't even really an opposition, right? That uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, Bibi, um, when he was running in the last election, Bibi. was uh, this guy named Benny Gantz, um, who was Bibi a Gantz. colonel 
general, like the kernel or general in the IDF, right? Um, and even the idea that, you know, some people will say, um, I'm a liberal Zionist, right? Like people like Israeli Jews who are liberal Zionists who will say things like, oh, like, I just don't agree with how we're treating Palestinians, but you're still a Zionist, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you just don't, you think it should be like a little softer, maybe. Like, I don't know what what other soft, you, well, like you soft hand, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, solution, were, yeah. you were talking about uh, the Abby Martin interviews, which if, if you hadn't had a chance to see them, they are truly nauseating. Um, one of the things that they seem to want to get across is this desire that Palestinians simply are not there. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is an imaginative kind of utopian in their, in their view. Or when they're there, they're neighbors. Right. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like they're neighbors, but they're somehow in their own place. But that necessitates someone else, not Israel, mm. giving them mm. a place to be. Yeah. But more, more likely, uh, it tends to be like, okay, but their place is here. Their place was here. You guys are here now. Where do they go? And it's like, well, it would be nice if they just weren't. The parallels with America can't be understated because... It's like the way that soldiers in Vietnam or the Japanese, right, World War II, uh, the way that American soldiers we talk about, like, you know, Vietnamese people mm -hmm. or Japanese people, right, mm -hmm. as being like, or <laughs> Iraqi people, right? Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, as if these people are like subhuman, yeah. right? And it's, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, 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 especially as like a black person, man. I saw this tweet today that was just like insane from a black person. I was like, Yo, but y'all know that Palestinians hate black people, right? And it's just like it's just You're gonna cancel Palestinians now. Yeah, they did. It's just like so many levels of just insanity, <sighs> man. So many levels of insanity, whether it's like mostly from fucking liberals and conservatives, well, but even within the left sometimes, like Amy Therese had an insane fucking tweet. Oh, I saw no. I mean, I mean always insane tweets. It's just like you said, Pete, it's not a complicated issue, man. But you know? what what do you think makes it? so complicated for people when like you know you say okay like even if that were let's say de facto true mm. that the palestinian people do not like black people like that, that <laughs> they came out with a statement yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like listen <laughs> a lot of shit's happening right now but like, we gotta just say this real we just quick. gotta say we don't like blacks. we don't like the blacks but like if if that were somehow would it would it change anything would it change anything would it change say right and wrong here. would it change anything dude no would it dude is this is just you know and, <laughs> is that the question <laughs> would it change anything <laughs> i mean it's just like it's just could, like, could you ponder on this for me <laughs> it wax philosophy <laughs> dude, it's just it's just literally like you know that's that's i think again like i said like we're not experts and we would do and have somebody on we're planning to this week that's going to talk about the historical context and the events um up until now but the discourse is really, I think, fascinating to talk about, man, because like this is like the summer. This reminds me of the summer last summer where for the first time, like so many fucking normal people in this country. Right. who are not like, you know, like BLM supporters necessarily, but who like peered through the cracks and like the contradictions. Right. And mm -hmm. saw things for what they were and showed up in the streets. Right. Um, a lot of well-meaning liberals, right? But it feels like now, and I want to ask y'all this, this is like a larger question, but it feels like now we've gotten to a point where the material conditions have worsened, the contradictions have widened, where you can't, like, 
the the old narratives, right, don't really hold anymore, right? And people are starting to like COVID. I think is a perfect example that people are starting to kind of like wake up, I guess, right, and see you know things for what they are. And I guess with what's going on now, it's 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 a little bit hopeful in a way, you know, because like uh, people are using words like apartheid, you know, um, people are just straight up uh, trying to uh, if not hold Israel accountable, at least like, you know, address the fact that this is fucked up, right? Yeah, they're calling it like this is. I call it like this is, but I guess like uh I guess two part question. Sorry for this, but I just I'm just thinking about it. I'm just spitballing here. Like one, do you guys think that uh this will uh dissipate at some point? Uh, that's yeah. my worry. That's my concern. The 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 people you know what I mean, seeing people being so incensed, right, about what's going on. My worry is that uh it's gonna dissipate. And um people are going to not forget but you know just be subsumed with you know successive crises because apparently that's the uh we are living in a time of monsters i guess that's my first question do you guys think that this specifically will dissipate and secondly what do y'all think about the idea that like yeah like i don't really think that we can that the elites can really uh cover uh any of what's going on whether it's uh you know covid and how that is about our response you know government's response to healthcare. you know what i mean whether it's you know uh, george floyd or this like I don't think that, uh, I think the veil is lifting, right? And it will continue to lift and lift. And I don't know. So, I don't know. What do y'all think? Y'all think this is going to die down in a couple weeks, man? Um, I mean, probably. I mean, that's just the nature of how people's attention spans are in most things in the world. But I mean, on a larger scale and like a general sense, and as far as how the Biden administration has been received by, I, you know, listen, like, Twitter isn't the real world, you know. <laughs> yeah. I near she I remember that, but some people don't. And like as many criticisms as I see every day about Joe Biden and his administration, then they're like, you know, lack of any kind of intervention in this or any crisis abroad so far during his like first like 150 days. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I see that being criticized by the left, I don't really see it being criticized on a broad level. And like, yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, someone's got to hold some someone's feet to the fire so that's got to be done on the level of you know a mass kind of yeah. uh a, like the a, a, a outcry of disappointment well like the summer yes. the yeah. sum, well the summer right yeah. the summer like like though they, i guess like this is a great analogy for again like what happened last summer because the 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 mass outrage right reached to such a fever pitch that like they had to you know convict Derek Shulman but you know, one, that was a hollow victory, right? That was a Pyrrhic victory. It's just throwing them to the wolves, right? To uh, maintain, you know, the system of, like, racist policing. But, like, secondly, like, if you want to put that analogy to now Palestine, like, what what would be... There's not going to be a verdict, right? The, the resolution would have to be a free Palestine, right? And well, let me ask you this. What do you think happens if there was suddenly a... I mean, like, imagine a world. <laughs> Go with me. Imagine a world. Imagine a world. Uh, you know, <laughs> where Joe Biden, this, you know, and the, the Biden administration suddenly hard, hard comes out free Palestine, just abandons all support for Israel and like in a, in, a, in a sudden swift change of foreign policy for the United States after a long 70 years, uh, there's just abrupt end to that relationship. Well, what do you think will be the, the results? I mean, it, uh, I can't even imagine that because it wouldn't. Uh, well, I mean, it's not going to happen. But what would be. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But like, I mean, yeah. the result. I mean, this is, again, I think why, like, we started with the discourse thing, right? Because the, it's not just people use the word discourse. Right? It's, I, it's a thing I kind of hate that Twitter and podcasts like the discourse. But we're talking about, like, the ideological, like, framing, right? Like, I really do think, like, because any time, right, that anybody comes out 
whether it's a Bernie Sanders, you know, when he says the right thing, you know, or AOC or anybody, anytime anyone comes out, like not just conservatives, but liberals too, who come out and like say that, uh, you know, uh, you're inflaming tensions, right? What did, what did the Daily Post say? Uh, they called uh, AOC's tweet about apartheid states aren't democracies. They said that that was an outburst, right? So I really do think Excuse that <laughs> even with the full force, right? Even with the full force of the United States government with like Joe Biden, like spearheading this like abrupt 180, like it seems like the forces of, you know, whatever's powering like, you know, Zionism and support for Israel, right? The the racism, you know, the uh, Islamophobia, like all of that, I feel like would be strong enough and swift, you know, in reaction that American people, most American people who don't know about the shit would just get swept up into it, you know? You know, it's wild. What? Let's get specific. So you were talking about the uh, the AP the Al Jazeera building that yeah. was uh, that was airstruck, yeah, um, obliterated yeah. after a one hour uh, uh, warning. Yeah, oh, they yeah, warned him. Yeah, they warned that's what they do in them. every one of these cases so far when they demolished a thirteen story apartment building or where the press is uh, staying or anything like that. They give them one hour to evacuate before I've, either the mobs come to get them or the bombs Jesus. come to I've, kill them. I've heard uh, I've heard that kind of thing compared to like a Stockholm syndrome where it's like, well, at least they didn't like destroy our bodies. Yeah. They may have destroyed our lives work, but um, homes. Mm-hmm. what I wanted to get at is like when you're, when you're comparing it to the summer, something that, uh, and talking about the discourse, something that I've found kind of fascinating is uh, the flipsy doodle that's been done on property. <laughs> flipsy <game>. doodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's a Pete Ivanecki original. Uh, all right, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's been done on property damage, uh, and the idea of property damage isn't violence. Well, dude, it's like the woman, yo, dude, it's like the tweet where this lady, man, I don't fucking know her name, man, but she's like an Israeli like journalist or something like that. And she said something what a lot of people aren't talking about is that uh, this is like a property rights issue. It's like, you know, the land is not originally owned by these Palestinian people and they haven't like paid the deeds or whatnot. And it's like, okay, so it's not it's not apartheid. It's landlordism. Yeah. If that's any better. And if those things are mutually exclusive, I guess. Right. But like the uh, the the Zionist discourse, like especially from U.S. conservatives Mm -hmm. has been destroying that building was not violent. Because blowing up a building isn't violence, but like somehow when we talk about the windows of like a Macy's, yeah, that is violence. That is violence. Yeah. So like we we have these two distinctions of yeah. what is and is not violence you're, to do to a building. You're right. We saw this over the. You're absolutely right, man. We saw this over the summer, man. You're absolutely fucking right. Where like you know the burning, CNN center. Yeah, the CNN center, yeah. right? Or burning Wendy's down. You know, fucking where Rashad Brooks was. You guys there. Yeah, I, I wasn't there. No, I wasn't there that day, man. I wish I was there. I, landed, I was pretty. I, I was nearby. I landed, I landed a rock. Car. Oh, landed yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 this is this is not. I didn't this do that for real. Range. And yeah, in, 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 in my video game that I did, one <laughs> yeah, exactly. Time, exactly. I played The Sims, right? And I set up like a CNN center in my Sim City, and then I started a protest. <laughs> they burned it up. And then um, the people threw rocks, and I got to go first person into one of the Sims. I have a. I have a hack for this. Yeah, I think I think you saved yourself. You're good. <laughs> the, the the CIA agent or FBI agent rather listening to this. Uh, you know, I think you said you just, yeah, like, got just, it. But um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Do you guys have? I mean, I I don't. I really don't know what else to say about this, man. It's just exhausting. I mean, you know, it's something where, especially as like a black dude, man. This is like I, I don't know how you can't. You look at the IDF, right? Uh, 
if you don't know, by the way, uh, police departments across the country, including uh, APD and Georgia State University's uh, police force, IDF soldiers come and uh, train them. Right. Um, this is just like a, it's like, a, you know, it's, it's called Gilly. It's called Gilly. That's the name of the program. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I think, uh, see, that's like the synthesis, man, for me that I'm arriving at, man. Like looking at the summer, you know, looking at what's happening here. And although that was like, you know, that was I mean, it wasn't just in the United States. I mean, people internationally were protesting. I mean, you know, uh, police killings against, you know, black and brown people happen all over the fucking world. Right. Um, but, you know, trying to link that with what's happening now in terms of like you said, Pete, the way we talk about violence. Also, you know, I personally, like, as a black dude, man, feel like the the IDF, you know, Israeli police are doing to Palestinians exactly what is happening to black people in America, you know? And I don't think that you can be, especially if you're uh, you're a brother or sister out there or non-binary nigga out there, <laughs> non-binary nigga, which is a non-binary term, by the way. It's not, it's gender neutral. No, but it, seriously, though, if you're listening to this, man, um, we need to have solidarity with Palestine and if you're a leftist especially so and uh it's a yeah. it's a united struggle it is against struggle. injustice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be able to talk yeah. to some more people in depth about it. yeah yeah well that's super important is that um considering what's going on right now we're not gonna you know use any of the terms like conflict or whatever yeah. the fuck um i fucked up and used that word the other day on the trails and i had to correct myself because it's not a conflict man no it's they're there's something attacks. happening yeah. to someone. Yeah, it's brutality. Yeah. It's brutality. It's brutality. Mm-hmm. It's apartheid. And, um, it's an ethnostate. It's terrorism. We, yeah. we're, yes. we are... Um, Which we pay for, by the way. We don't think it's um, in anyone's best interest right now to not talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is what's going on. You could be anywhere right now, but this is what's going on. We've mm-hmm. seen protests in London, yeah. in France. Chicago, Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this is what's happening, and we're going to try and get someone who um, yeah. who can talk to us about it. And if anybody, uh, if if any of you listening, you know somebody that you think would be a great person to talk to, um, you know, shoot us a DM, and uh, we'll try to reach out to them. Yep. But uh, yeah, this was a sorry. This was a a little bit of a depressing, especially for our uh, non patrons. This was a bit of a depressing episode, but it's also uh, you know something that again, like you're saying, Pete, so. Uh, it's unavoidable. Like it's, mm-hmm. uh, you can't not talk about it. So uh, we're gonna try to do y'all some justice and get someone out there who can speak on this. Uh, you know, with the context that is uh, deserved. Yeah, we d- we don't just want to make a show just to make it. If we don't have something that's uh, important to talk about, yeah, and we do, yeah, we do. Uh, and so I think that that's um, we're not we're not gonna give you any kind of bullshit. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I guess uh, y'all want to smoke a cigarette? Sounds sure. Good. All right, all right, y'all. And obviously, this is my final podcast. Free Palestine. Free Palestine. Hell yeah.